G'day, g'day guys. Now before we dive into today's show, I want to let you know that some of you may be aware that over the past eight years, I have built a substantial multifamily real estate portfolio here in the US worth over half a billion dollars. And in that time, my passive investors have received fantastic double digit returns. And now you too can invest directly into my deals for as little as $50,000. So if you're an interested investor, head over to reedgoosens.com to find out more. That's reedgoosens.com. Now back into the show. The coaching focus on five key areas in your life is clarity. What do you really want? Because, you know, a lot of people say, I want to invest in real estate. It's like, okay, why? You know, why is that so important? It's not easy. It's a lot of work and it takes time. So get clarity, get the right level of energy, physical and mental energy. Do you take care of yourself? Are you... You know, all those things that's going to that's going to level you up to have the ability to do it. Do you have the right level of courage? Are you actually courageous enough in pursuing your dreams? You know, case in point, me telling my boss I wanted to leave. Um, do you have the right level of productivity? You know, that's huge, right? And so many people just let other people's priorities set their schedule on their day. And then finally, do you have the right level of influence? Can you influence partners and brokers? and investors and lenders to move towards the outcome that you're looking for. So those are the five pillars of this model, vision, uh, energy, courage, um, productivity, and influence. Welcome to Investing in the US, a podcast for real estate investors, business owners, and aspiring entrepreneurs looking to break into the US market. Join Reid as he interviews go-getters, risk-takers, and the best in the business about their journey towards financial freedom and the sheer joy of creating something from nothing. G'day, g'day, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another cracking edition of Investing in the US podcast. From Los Angeles, I'm your host, Reed Goosens. Good as always to have you with us on the show. Now, I'm glad that you've all tuned in to learn from my incredible guests, and each and every one of them are the cream of the crop here in the United States when it comes to real estate investing, business investing, and entrepreneurship. Each show, I try and tease out their incredible stories of how they have successfully created their businesses here in the US, how they've created financial freedom, massive amounts of cash flow and ultimately create extraordinary lives for themselves and their families. Life by design, as I like to say. Hopefully, these guests will inspire all of my cracking listeners, which are you guys, to get off the couch and go and take massive amounts of action. If these guys can do it, so can you. Now, as you know, I'm all about sharing the knowledge with my loyal listeners, which is you guys, and there's absolutely no BS on this show, just straight into the nuts and bolts. Now, if you do like this show, the easiest way to give back is to give us a review on iTunes, and you can follow me on Facebook and Twitter by searching at Reed Goosens. You can find the show wherever you podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play, but you can also find these episodes up on my YouTube channel. So head over to reedgoosens.com, click on the video link, and it will take you to the video recordings of these podcasts where you can see my ugly mug, but the beautiful faces of my guests each and every week. All right, enough out of me. Let's get cracking and into today's show. Today on the show, I have the pleasure of welcoming back a very good friend of the podcast, Jens Nielsen. Now, Jens was first on the podcast way back in 2019, episode 159, and I highly recommend 
all of the listeners going over and giving that episode a bit of a listen to because we this is sort of part two of that uh, journey for, for for Jens into into what he's doing now. But just a quick recap for those of people who don't know uh, a lot about him. Jens, like myself, immigrated is an immigrant, and he's from originally from Denmark, and he first came to the United States back in 1996, and he had a very successful career in IT. Um, but he had a real big passion to to get involved in real estate and coaching, and now he's a full time real estate investor and a certified high performance coach, and he currently is a general partner over 1,700 units across the country, valued at over 100 and $50 million. Now, as a certified uh, high-performance coach, which he's recently just got into over the last couple of years since we've been had him on the podcast, he has coached over 60 clients to, to higher levels of success in their business and their personal life. We're going to talk a little bit about that today on the show through strategy, accountability, and personal growth. Uh, then on the real estate side, he he's actually uses his IT background to really provide like hands-on asset management, capital raising, and underwriting, and really just develop out the systems. But I'm really pumped and excited to have him back on the show show to share what he's been up to in the last couple of years, but enough out of me. Let's get him out here. Jens, welcome back to the show. How are you doing today, mate? Hey, thanks, Rita. Really excited about being back on the show and to see you again. Yeah, mate. It's been it's been a minute, as we said, and we were just talking a little bit about in the 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 green room before we got started that you've also just been home back to Denmark yourself. How was that travel? Yeah, it was amazing. And it was really part of my dream, right? Entering this path of real estate investing into freedom. And I dreamt of like, man, going back for more than just the one or two weeks that was possible when I was working, I could actually take the time. So I went over there early April, spent a month. I spent 10, like 10 days in Denmark, spent two weeks in, in Spain, one week riding my bike, another week with my wife in Barcelona, and then went back to Denmark for a, a celebration of my um nephew's confirmation and everything. It was so amazing being able to like, I didn't have to ask my boss. I could just like take off. Yeah. I still have responsibility and accountability to everybody on my team, my investors, but I don't have to be sitting at a desk in an office all day long. Right. So that's it's great. Right. I love it. That's right. Well, just give the listeners a bit of a snapshot of your, your background and then maybe just fill us in what you've been up to in the last two years, because I am quite interested. I was looking back at what we'd spoken about before. And I think if I it was talking about earlier, Back in 2019, you know, or to spoil it for anyone, the episode we spoke about back in 2019 was the balance of of, of working and building uh, a business. Give us a bit of an up, you know, the 30 second, you know, to a minute of what you've been up to in the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, so since 2019, we all knew what happened, like during the, the you know COVID and all this stuff, right? And what really happened was I I had I had a I faced a choice there in 2020. It's like, well, I either get scared and and you know, kind of kind of like hold on tightly to what I knew, or I was like, hey, this is an opportunity now to start making some of those changes. And through working with my own coach, I was like, you know, the time is never gonna be perfect, but this is as good as a time as I can find right now in my life. So I worked with my company to move to part-time in 2020, and then eventually leave in early 21. So it's been a good year and a half now that I am a full-on entrepreneur, right? and. Looking back, you know, most people, they just sat there and watched Netflix and just hope for the world to go back to normal. It's like, no, I took some some risks and, and it's paid off because the business has just been booming since then and everything. So that's kind of where I'm at now. You know, <laughs> I moved as well. I was living in Colorado and last we spoke. I'm actually in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Oh, wow. Loving, loving you know, living here in the oldest city. So the oldest capital in the country. Mm-hmm. Formed like, a, I think, 1600 or something like that. So really cultural city, awesome place to live. So enjoy, having a good time. 
That's awesome. And, and just walk us through and tell the listeners about, I know personally, but you, you, you had a quite a good career in IT. So how was that transition? Because I personally also went through a similar transition when I was leaving my uh, my day job working for a developer. I went, I stepped down to part-time. You know, it was a bit more of a six-month tail, which allowed me to, the confidence to not just be cold turkey. How, how did that go down with you? Because that, that is such a, a key point that so many entrepreneurs you have the flexibility. It doesn't have to just be turn off the spigots and that's it, you know, burn the ships. You can feather your way out of a, of a career. Yeah, no, and I really, you know, I uh, am very thankful to my boss for allowing that because most people, they would just like quit and then they're out the next, you know, the next minute. You know, he was actually also an investor in my deal. So he knew what was coming. He's like, so you've been working on this for a few years. What is your excess? I said, yeah, let's talk about that. Can I go to part-time? <laughs> you know, can I go to part-time? Three, you know, three days a week was kind of the thing to stay, still get benefits and all that stuff. So it went to three days a week. I had an eight-month tail, a seven-month, which was, that was actually too long. Because when I was like four or five months into it, was like, oh, can I please be out of this? But, you know, that was an, we did that and it, it worked out for everybody, right? But it was, it was just, I think just, I had seen, I think I had seen that I could generate my own income before that, right? I had, I was able to do some syndication. I was doing some mentoring and coaching. So I was like, yeah, I can actually, if I can just scale this, double this, my income from that stuff would quickly exceed any money I was making in my IT career, right? So, so I was like, I can make this happen, right? It's just, there was a little bit of proof in what I already had done, right? So, so mm-hmm. that, that helped me, you know, and, I was older too, right? I just turned 51. So I felt like I've been kind of maybe, you know, as you get a little bit older, maybe a little bit conservative, uh, but it was, it was just great to have that, to just make it happen and, and, and been growing ever since. It's funny you say that again, I, I do remember, I keep going back to my time is that, that, that weaning off period, we'll call it when you do, you're in it. You're like, Oh God, I, I'm going to go back to this. I'm so like, it's, it nearly is, it nearly works too well. Like, you now mentally you're so nervous about going to that point of, of the cliff, but then there's that feathering off. And I, I do remember being like a month or two into this sort of feathering off period and going, Oh God, I'm going to go back into the freaking offices. It's Tuesday. I've got to go, you know, like, and I it kind of, at the end of it, I was like, Oh, thank, thank God I'm done. You know, like it was, it, it probably helped them more than it actually helped me. And it was stifling my growth. It sounded like something similar happened to you. Yeah, absolutely. It was because I was like, I was really training, you know, with my replacement, making sure he was up to speed. I was like, okay, you're good. You can figure this out. Just, you know, so the last few months, I was just kind of sitting back and waiting for something to break that I had to fix. Right. Yep. So it became ex- ex- extremely tedious to have to be available, you know, from eight to five, Monday through Wednesday. Right. And I was like, I can really spend, I could use this time to be much more productive, but Hey, you know, so I think, I think it's a good plan, but don't do it for eight months. It should be like, Mm. you know, four to six, I think. Yeah. Three, three to six. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Now that's awesome. And now let's pivot into, seems like a passion that's really grown out of like, I've just known you personally over the last couple of years. You seem like a, a, you know, a guy that, that wants to give back and talk to me a little bit about the, the high performance coaching. Was that ever, something that you thought you're going to go down the path of uh, because I know a lot of people like yourself, they, they think real estate and they, let's get into real estate and this is what you're going to do. So how, where did high performance coaching come from? 
Yeah, I mean, I've always liked to to quote unquote teach. So I've always, you know, in my leadership roles in IT, I've always like taught other people because I felt like a couple of things. It would it would level up my skills if I was able to teach somebody else. Right? You can't mm. you can't really, you have to know it first. So I always gravitated towards teaching, and I did some mentoring in this space, in the real estate space, early on. But I realized it became very circular in the sense that, oh, did you call brokers? Did you on the right deals? Did you do put in LOIs and all this stuff? And if people are not taking action, you get stuck, right? You're like, well, let's do to talk about the same thing. It becomes pretty, becomes tedious for the, the mentor and it becomes tedious for the client because they're not moving forward because they have other kind of, they don't really believe it's possible. You know, they don't have the right productivity or the courage or their spouse is not on board, whatever. So once we start addressing those challenges, then suddenly things take off. And the, really the pivotal point for me was, you know, beginning of 2020, when the world is kind of shutting down, I'm freaking out, right? Because I have, you know, all these, all these properties and I don't know, are people going to stop paying rent? Are we going to go bankrupt? I mean, those are kind of the, the darkest pits of my imagination. And I was like, well, I don't know. I can't control that piece of it, but I can control is my thinking. Let, let me hire somebody to help me level up my thinking mm. to change my mindset, to change the way I look at stuff. So I hired my own high-performance codes early 2020. And, you know, my life just, just changed because I was like, hey, let me focus on what I can really control. Let me get my, my wife on board. Let me keep the promises I've made to myself around getting out of my job and the, the move thing I mentioned earlier, that was also part of some of those commitments I'd made. Let's do all these things. What am I afraid of? Hey, I, I can always go back and get an IT job again if I have to or something. So all those things started happening for me. The courage to ask for part-time, the courage to, you know, really, really just really pushing forward. So it's like, it has changed my life. I want to do the same thing, but the people that I'm working with. So I, I went and became certified myself as a high performance coach. And everybody I was working with, I said, okay, we're not going to talk about real estate underwriting and writing LOIs every week anymore. Now we're going to talk about high performance coaching. And if you have a real estate question, for sure, we'll talk about it, but let's push you forward. Mm-hmm. And it's just been amazing. I mean, I've literally have clients I've worked with for three, even before I even got certified three or four years that I meet with every single week. And it's still super powerful because I have some skills and it's, I just love it. So that was a long winded answer, but that's, no, that's where it came from, you know? Well, well, let's just define high performance coaching versus mentoring, because it sounds for those people listening, it sounds like, well, hang on, isn't he, isn't it one of the same thing? Is there a difference? Like maybe it's, let's define that for people. Yeah, no, that's a good question. So mentoring, so a lot of, you know, various programs you can buy, they call them coaching programs, you know, real estate coaching programs, and you can Google and find them out there. But they are most, my experience, they're mainly what I would call consulting or mentoring. It's like an expert, somebody who's been through the process, they're trying to help somebody else to go through that process. But it demands that they've been there before. And it demands that they, you know, can help with the underwriting and the whatever all the steps are, but they typically are not very good when somebody gets stuck, when person doesn't take action, when the person doesn't really move forward. They like, as I mentioned, it becomes very circular and frustrating for everybody involved, right? Yeah, it's great if you have a high, if you have someone that's really good at it and they take action and you can help them, that's great. But in reality, that doesn't always happen. Where high performance coaching come in, and this is, you know, this is based on Brendan Burchard, if, if you're familiar with him. He's the guy who 
developed this program. There's many different models. I just love this one. And he focused the coaching focus on five key areas in your life. It's clarity. What do you really want? Because you know, a lot of people say, I want to invest in real estate. It's like, okay, why? You know, why is that so important? It's not easy. It's a lot of work and it takes time. So get clarity, get the right level of energy, physical and mental energy. Do you take care of yourself? Are you, you know, all those things that's gonna that's gonna level you up to have the ability to do it? Do you have the right level of courage? Are you actually courageous enough in pursuing your dreams? You know, case in point, me telling my boss I wanted to leave. Um, do you have the right level of productivity? You know, that's huge, right? And so many people just let other people's priorities set their schedule on their day. And then finally, do you have the right level of influence? Can you influence partners and brokers and investors and lenders to move towards the outcome that you're looking for? So those are the five pillars of this model, vision, uh, energy, courage, um, productivity and influence. Um, but it goes deeper than that. But those are kind of the, the key things. Once you kind of get those things sorted out, people tend to take action or they realize that real estate is not the right thing for them because mm. like, oh my God, this is a lot of work, right? So, mm. but, you know, but everybody gets some clarity for sure. And that helps a lot. In terms of the clarity and the vision, I, I get that. The, the energy, I get that. The courage, yeah, the productivity. The last one, influence. How do you measure someone's influence coming out? Like rewind yourself. I, 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 you and me, I remember going back and thinking, if I was asked that question on influence, I'd have no idea if I could even answer it when I'm leaving my day job, right? I didn't even think about that. So how do you quantify that coming out of the workforce into a new arena when yeah. you're ultimately starting from zero? Yeah, that was a great question, right? So the key, the key areas of influence is, is like role modeling the way. So that could be, hey, for example, hey, I already bought a couple of smaller properties. So I, I, I'm already taking, taking action and, or I've invested passively in somebody else's deal or whatever that may be, right? So you're ready, you're stepping out into that, that realm that you want other people to follow you into, right? Mm-hmm. So, so role modeling by actually taking action that, that puts you. So that's the first part, right? So, I mean, I had invested passively in a bunch of deals while I was working. I had done some smaller deals just by myself, right? So I was already on that path. And, that, and the crazy thing is like now looking back, it doesn't look like much, but for the average person who's never invested, you know, having 20 units and a handful of passive deals, that's a lot, Right. So that, that can actually, that's another, well, at least he's done some stuff. He knows what he's, he probably knows what he's doing to some degree, right? So there's influence there. Uh, the other part of influence is teaching people how to think, which I feel is anytime we are um, with people, it's always an influence process, right? We're either trying to, quote unquote, get the other people to do something for us, or they're trying to get us to do something, not in a negative way, but that's just human interaction, right? There's always some kind of give and take. So once we start challenging people to think differently, for example, case in point, somebody who's always invested in a 401k in in stocks, perfect, that works. Have you ever thought about putting, diversifying your portfolio and getting away from Wall Street into Main Street, you know, and those kinds of things, right? You tend to think differently, like, oh, that, that's, that's cool. You can actually go and touch the property and talk to the people that's doing it. Then you're challenging people to think differently. Mm. Uh, sorry, uh, teaching them how to think differently. And then finally, you challenge them too. You're like, okay, um, 
and again, maybe the example with the investor, okay, you know, let me show you the, let me show you the, the, the pit stack and, and, and start talking the way through that. So you kind of challenge them to think differently. Let's, why don't we go and visit the property? So you start getting some action, some motion into it there, right? You start challenging. So that's, that's the influence model. But then we also go to persuasion, which is a little bit different. I think influence is with people that we are very close with and have a direct day-to-day interaction with. Persuasion is another part of the model where we're trying to persuade people to see a better future. And we've been painting that future in, in, in ways that they can really connect with emotionally. Because we think, you know, hey, show them the pit stack and show them the numbers and they will invest. In reality, if they cannot see an emotional reason for it, they're not gonna, most people are not gonna invest unless they're very experienced and they just, they do it because of the, the numbers. But, you know, smaller investors, they're like, oh my God, this is scary. Tell me how this is gonna make my life better, right? For those of you who are interested in staying up to date with all the latest happenings in my business, or to learn more about passively investing directly into my multifamily value-add deals, then head over to readgoosens.com and sign up for my monthly newsletter. By signing up, you will automatically be notified about my new up-and-coming investment opportunities. You'll be able to stay up to date with all the latest real estate news here in the United States and much, much more. So head over to readgoosens.com and sign up today. Now, back into the show. I love what you said about role modeling because I remember, again, back to my story, and I don't mean to keep coming back, but I just always, people with the role modeling also um, maybe discount their experiences in life. So when I, when I, what I mean by that, well, I was a structural engineer, right? I went and used that skill to pivot into a uh, into a full time role with a developer, right? So I could I was able to when you say role modeling, I was able to use a skill to get me into a position that helped me gain that more power to say, hey, yes, I have experience because I've just spent the last X amount of years um, in 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 the business, so to speak. And so many people discount their their background and their skill set that that can ultimately be a really good stepping stone into probably the mindset of the, of the, of the modeling and, and, and not being the pretender, so to speak, because you do have that skill set already. It's, this isn't rocket science, real estate or syndication. It is, you know, number crunching. It is, you know, being persuasive. It is being, you know, having the right mindset. So all these very, you know, not as a basic thing, but fundamental things that everyone does have at, in some capacity, even when you're starting at zero, it's just understanding that you do have that. You just, trying to unlock the mindset to, to, to realizing that. No, absolutely. And, and I love what you said about people. Don't check your skills at the door when you go into real estate right. investing, right? right? What were you really, really good at in your W2 job? Use those skills to, but working with people you love working with for financial uh, rewards that you can't, couldn't imagine probably. But that's why now, you know, having the IT background, I do a lot of like project management and asset management, all those logical skills I develop because it's my strength and I'm good at it. And why not use those strengths to the best of their uh, best of my ability. Right. 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 How do you, how do you make people or, or coach people into the, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being geeky here, but I keep thinking I'm, I'm such a math geek. E equals MC squared, which is uh, the, 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 the um, God, now I'm going to blank on relativity. his name. Relativity, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and M in the C, M being the constant, C being the variable because it's squared. And again, math geek, so I understand that, but not everyone understands that. But at what point do you see 
because the constant to me is is the submitting offers, is the calling the brokers, is the underwriting. It is that's not changing right much. That's sort of the business. And the C to me seems like more the mindset, and and that's what stops people. So out of all the people you've coached, do you is that the biggest challenge that most people face when they're trying to embark on an entrepreneurship journey, entrepreneurial journey? Yeah, I think what I see, right, a lot of people try to do it by themselves. They're like, hey, I am a pharmacist and I'm a very good pharmacist. I'm smart enough. I can figure this stuff out. But you know that this is not a one man or one woman's uh, sport, right? This is a team sport, right? So many people, they start by themselves and they get stuck, right? Because, well, you know, even if I got this deal, there's no way I can raise the money, whatever. So they put all these barriers in their own way. They never take action, right? because they don't believe truly that they can make it happen because of all the stories they're telling themselves, right? So a big part of that is trying to figure out what are those barriers that are holding that are holding them back. Bar none, once people start creating teams and working with other people, they just take off, right? Because there's accountability, there is friendship, there is, you know, kind of that shared, like let's push each other forward and we don't want to let each other down, all those things, right? So that's really been the biggest part and I have this, this one client I've been working with for a couple of years. And he is like, he, the idea of working with team, of creating a team, he just hated it. He was actually an engineer. He's a, he's probably a similar background like you, an engineering company. But through coaching, it's like, okay, what are you really afraid of here? What is holding you back? It's like, well, you know, I don't want to let them down. I'm afraid they're going to screw up. You know, uh, I've had some bad experience in the past. I say, okay, well, that those are all good things. How can you overcome these things, right? So we found out ways how he could find new. So now he's working with his brother. He's working with another person he met uh, through my coaching, and he has somebody else, right? So, and they're syndicating deals, right? They're close two or three deals this year already. And That's awesome. He just like I can't imagine working not working in a team. So. <laughs> You know, and I go, yeah, well, and so, so just like start figuring out what's holding people back and make them examine why they have that trait, that behavior and say, okay, is this still serving you? And most people are like, no. Okay. Well, what is the new belief you need to adopt? Right. Right. No, no, right. Then the, 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 the boiling down to, is this still serving you? Is that mindset of your childhood that you've created for yourself over the years through conditioning, through upbringing, through life experiences, is that the best use to help you propel yourself into this new direction that you want to go? And I, no, I completely love that. I think that's, that's freaking yeah. awesome. And I will say for all the listeners out there, like I mentioned to you, Jens, is that I have a coach now and she is not even in the real estate space. It's all about mindset. It's all about me stepping into my uh, my full potential of what I can be and then letting go of the vine um, to, to, to go off and achieve more. You actually can see in the background here, I've got traction uh, by, by, by Wickman. And um, exactly, exactly. So these books are around and, and, and I can speak for myself that I wasn't born with this skill set it's all about developing it and, and we you know one of the biggest things that sort of really also boils down to Jens, and i love your opinion on this is taking the bet on yourself like you took the bet to to leave the day job i took the bet to leave the day job i took that's a fundamental if you can't bet on yourself who you're going to bet on right and that's where i think that's where the buck stops like you can't you can't keep oh someone else is going to do it for me it's it really as much as you want it to other people to do it for you 
really, really boils down to is making sure you're taking that bet on yourself. And if you can't do that, then you're sort of, you're already stumbling out of the gate, right? Because you are worthy. And that comes back to a whole different things of how you're treated as a child and how you feel about it in your own skin and all that sort of stuff. So we all have those um, shortcomings, right? We all have those second second guesses. Am I good enough? But it's it's through the mindset, it's through working with coaches that you can overcome that and then use it to create different ways of, is that serving you correctly to, to, to move on to the next step and, and go ultimately off to be the best um, person you can be, right? That's that's what we're all put on this planet to do. So awesome stuff, my friend. I guess what's the future hold? What do you, what's now the vision for the company and and the, the real estate, but also the coaching business. Where do you want to, where do you want this to go? Yeah, going a lot of things. I think the biggest goal we had for 2022 was we started a small conference. We had it in Denver in March. And it's um, we it's called the Pay It Forward Mastermind or Real Estate Mastermind. And we wanted to create a forum for like newer investors, but also seasoned, but people who doesn't want to pay the 20, 30, 50000 dollars for you know those gurus that are out there promoting their masterminds. Like we wanted to make it attainable and reachable. So we we had our first one in, in March, you know, fairly at a small scale. It went great. And we're putting on our next one on in October. So just giving it back. And I really love this because we get people, and you know, you go to conference and I do, and there's always this level of excitement, but also mm-hmm. quite often there's quote unquote guru on the stage. Like, look at me, how amazing I have created something. This is not what this is about. This is about community team building, let's learn, grow, and work together. There's no gurus. I mean, everybody has something to share. So we're putting that on. So that was really the big goal for 22. So we're going to do that every six months is kind of the goal, just just rolling into that thing, right? Growing it, but not a 500 person, you know, 75, 100 is kind of where we want to cap it at to make it attainable and reasonable and so forth. So that was a big goal. You know, the coaching, uh, you know, I work with a lot of one-on-one clients and I love doing that. Down the road, I think we want to start creating more of um, maybe some uh, group coaching and other things to serve more people. And you know, part of this 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 conference that's gonna gonna maybe put some offerings in there to add that. And then something the real estate. I mean, really, <laughs> I, it's just been growing so quick. I haven't even stopped to think about where we should go. Really, what we are. Well, you have traction behind you. I love that book, and it helps my my logical mind. It's really putting systems into place. I mean, I'm going to go and work with my, my, my partner who has a property management company. We're going to actually start implementing the EOS in there and all this stuff. So and I love it because the last thing I want is people operating on feeling or on, oh, we're doing a good job. No, no, no. Did you meet the commitments? Are you following the plan and all this stuff, right? So so those are kind of the key things, right? Um you know, and then adjust, you know, obviously adopting to adjusting to the new lending environment, all those things that we're all dealing with. But those are technical things. And we'll find ways to deal with all that. So. Right. That's right. No, I love it. And then back to E equals MC squared, that the, 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 the environment is is the end because you can't control it. It's the constant. It's always going to be there. And and I think you mentioned earlier in the show that you were, you had to let go of some certain things that you just had no control over. And, and I, and I, there's so much stuff out there in life, particularly like the markets and how it's going to react. And you just, we can't, we can't control it. It just, we, we can only control our emotions to that. So um, awesome stuff, mate. Look, at the end of every show, I'd like to dive into the top five investing tips. You ready to get into it? Sure, let's do it. Mate, num- question number one, what's a daily habit you practice to keep on track towards your goals? Um, I, 
I journal and I fill in my high performance planner every day, basically this big book that, that where I, I write out my goals and, and plan my day. Love it. Love it. Question number two is who's been the most influential person in your career to date? I would say probably my first mentor back in Albuquerque, New Mexico, when I bought my first couple of deals, his name is uh, Chuck Sheldon. Been doing it. He's lately close to 80 and he still does deals. And I'm like, I admire his energy and his excitement and enthusiasm for doing real estate. And, also, that's, and I'm partnered with him on a deal too. So he's just been a great mentor for me. That's awesome. Uh, question number three, in, in your business, what's the most influential tool? And when I say tool, it could be a physical tool like a journal or a phone, or it could be a, a software-based you know, tool that you just can't run the business without. What is it? I think I would say like Asana, you're basically keeping track of, of tasks and so forth. That's, I think that's most, the most useful one for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, Basana is such a great, great tool and pairing that up with Slack uh, and, and G Drive, I think yes, you can run a very efficient business across many different time zones when you have it all, all working in one, in one area. Question number four is what, in one sentence, what has been the biggest failure that you've encountered in your career and what, what, uh, what'd you learn from that failure? I think underestimating the amount of this is a deal we did. Sorry, I'm not getting uh, underestimating the amount of time it's going to take to ramp up the rehab and getting contractors and supplies. And then, you know, I think that was the biggest challenge. We didn't realize how difficult it was, especially here, you know, the situation we're in. So that, that was the biggest challenge. We're still working through it and we're getting a lot better, but that was probably the biggest one. That's awesome. No, and that's, that just comes with experience, right? You know, and that's, once you, again, you've got to surrender to the process. You can, you know, you can, GCs will only work as fast as, as they want to work. So you've got to make sure that you're just, you have a mindset of going into that. So I, I, I love that. Uh, mate, last question is where can people reach you to continue the conversation? They want to be in your sphere. Where do they go? Yeah, I'm old fashioned. So email is the best. So it's Jens, J-E-N-S at open doors with an S capital.com. Jens at open doors capital.com. And if anybody wants to jump on a free call, they go to, opendoorscapital.com slash call and it takes them to my um, Calendly and they can book a 20 minute call there. And that is not to be confused with Open Door Capital, which is another, another, I think you might've been around before them, just FYI, but I'd, uh, it's uh, there's yeah. a plural, there's a plural there. Yes, we not to be confused and we may change our name at some point, but yes, there's an S in there, Open Doors. <laughs> <laughs> awesome stuff, mate. Well, look, I want to thank you so much for jumping on the show. I just want to reflect some of the things I took away from today's show. And I think the big thing for me is, you know, you, you've really grown into your own skin by the, by the looks of it, like, you know, knowing you for a number of years now, it seems like you really have found your passion and I love that you're paying it forward and you're, 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 you're moving into a, a better version of yourself and that's helping other people become better versions of themselves. So one kudos, because uh, not a lot of people spend a lot of time figuring that out. And then the, you know, the other thing I really loved is just walking through, there is different ways to exit careers and you don't always have to be a, a rip the band off, go, go, go cold turkey. And then breaking it down into clarity, energy, courage, productivity, and influence, and how that is a different to a coach versus a mentor. Uh, there are two different things. People should understand the differences. And when they need certain things in their trajectory, because it will change. And I know my coach from back in the day 
has been different to who she is today. It might be different in 10 years' time, but I know I need someone in my corner. So did it leave anything out? No, that's it. That's awesome, it. Awesome, brother. Well, look, mate, again, thank you so much for jumping on today's show. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll catch up very, very soon. Sounds good. Reed. Good to see you. Well, there you have another cracking episode jam packed with some incredible episode, incredible content, I should say, from Jens. If you do want to get into his sphere, it is Jens at opendoorscapital.com. That's with a plural. There's an S. Check him out. He is doing some incredible things over there. Uh, I want to thank you all for taking some time out of your day to tune in to continue to grow your financial IQ. If you do like this show, the easiest way to give back is to give it a five-star review on iTunes. And all the notes from today's show will be up on my website at reedgoosens.com. We're going to do this all again next week. So remember, be bold be brave and go give life a crack.